Dr. Lucinda Messer is in the house. Vitamin D and all the newest research. Expert Dr. Lucinda Messer joining us here today. Uh, phenomenal. Dr. Messer, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Pat. So I want to give you some news, just uh, briefly. I know that you've been talking to Linda and her mom and helping them out and getting them information and so forth about vitamin D. So I want to thank you so much. Um, two things I just want to report back in about is Linda's mom, and you know all the stuff that's going on with her. She has got a ton of energy. Her heart is doing really well. And so thank you so much for helping Linda out with understanding, uh, you know, the vitamin D and how amazing it is, even for somebody like Joan, who's in chemotherapy and so forth. So thank you, Dr. Messer. Thank you so much. Of course. Thank you for that. I appreciate hearing about her. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about vitamin D. Let's talk about it in the context of how it works in the body. But also you're taking on, um, the, uh, you know, vitamin D and how it can combat autoimmune stuff, um, you know, autoimmune diseases, which is just crazy on the rise. Yes, it is. Um, autoimmune is, besides uh, red blue cancer, or if not on par with cancer, one of the uh, biggest epi- epidemics we have in many, uh, many fashions. So uh, naturopathic medicine does believe that it always usually starts in the gut, and um, and but it can affect all many faraway tissues, such as your heart, such as your thyroid, etc. And um, so, always keeping, if you see an naturopathic physician, we always make sure that your gut is clean. You have good, uh, no food allergies. That you have good, um, a, a good probiotic environment, um, and that you are lacking dysbiosis. Dysbiosis meaning that you don't have a lot of buggies in there, like yeast overgrowth, and so on and so forth. But what I want to say and bring up is that a lot of people, most physicians, even naturopaths, do, um, don't see how vitamin D really does run the roost there. Vitamin D is actually um, uh, the number one nutrient controlling most inflammatory conditions. And in the autoimmune process, you have the antigens getting into the bloodstream from the gut and your antibodies, your immune system coupling with these and causing immune complexes which reach and hang out on your thyroid, your mm. skin, whatever tissue happens, you happen to uh, have a propensity for autoimmune disease it has to do with genetics, of course. But So keeping having a vitamin D level that is um, substantially optimal, uh, much over 50, probably closer to 80, mm-hmm. you're going to have the ability of your body to quell that inflammatory process wherever it may be. And so even if you are making an autoimmune um, process for your thyroid, such as Hashimoto's, or scleroderma, um, lupus, something of that nature, you're going to have uh, the same process happening. But what happens is the inflammatory effect, the inflammatory effect of that autoimmune process is much more subdued so that you won't have the tissue being attacked and damaged so, so much. So vitamin D um, is a huge um, um, underlying reason why you want to really want to look at not only uh, having a good, healthy diet, but maintaining optimal vitamin D levels for mm-hmm. not only stopping the autoimmune process, but keeping inflammation um, much more subdued. 
So, you know, this is really uh, talking about promoting longevity and promoting a healthy lifestyle as we get older. Um, I know you have been a champion, Dr. Messer, uh, for getting the word out there about vitamin D. Your book is masterful in helping folks. Your practice is uh, really unprecedented. I mean, you, you know, your work is really putting vitamin D on the map in the way that we need to have it on there, especially with the controversy around what the right levels are. I mean, you know, this is something that you have taken on to help people understand. And, and you know, the battle that we have with insurance companies now about this. Oh, yeah. So that's a battle in and of itself. But uh, as far as getting the word out, people understand that vitamin D is healthy um, and they need to take it. But still, there's a lot of misinformation. Most of the information, misinformation stems from their healthcare practitioner or something they read, basically telling them to take a much, much um, uh, minimal, much more diminished level than they actually require. Number one, they most people don't know what your level levels are. Uh-huh. So most people don't know what their levels are, and most um, physicians, unless they do blood work and they specifically know how to raise levels, have no clue either. So you really need to come to an expert. You need to read expert material. VitaminDCouncil.org is helpful. You need to really um, speak to a practitioner who has um, experience in levels and raising raising levels. So there's a lot lot um, to go over, but uh, it's no longer acceptable to have a thousand milligrams for an adult. Um, that's uh, that's a, a been a big source of misinformation. When you go to a physician and they say, "Oh, you're fine on a thousand. Well, I I hear that all the time in my practice, and I have to explain to them that they can take more than that, and they're worried about toxicity. Everybody's worried about toxicity. They're not worried about dying from cancer. <laughs> but I'm not having enough to worry about toxicity, which is really hard to get to. That's what's so interesting. It's off the um, charts. Not- we had like we're talking about one case that hit the media. Uh, and that's the Gary Null situation, which was so absolutely off the charts with a defective product. And and people are referring to that thing, which was ridiculous, actually. Oh, oh yeah. And, of course, the media got a hold of that right. and really um, wanted to uh, pull, pull vitamin D apart. Um, one of the things that people need to know about is big pharma, pharmaceutical companies cannot patent a natural supplement. They have to go in to the laboratory and make a create a synthetic um, analog of the nutrients, and this definitely holds true for vitamin D. So vitamin D is not of any use to the pharmaceutical company. That's why you will not read any um, big marketing ads for vitamin D because there's no money to be made by the uh, um, marketers, by the pharmaceutical companies, which are really reliant on their bottom line being trillions of dollars. Well, you're not going to make um, <laughs> any money off vitamin D, and the reason is because it's natural. They can't patent it. There's, uh, so they're not interested in it. They are interested in going into lab and making some uh, fairly strong synthetic analogs. Um, and, in fact, that might be the case for, for the future. Um, one of the doubt, limiting factors that vitamin D has is if you give over um, – you know, 15, 20,000 units a day, which is not too much for a cancer patient, by the way. Um, one of the issues is once your um, calcium, once you get over 120, 150, your calcium raises, starts raising, people start getting some spastic muscles, et cetera, some rigidity and uh, spasms, and that can be a concern, obviously. So when you go into the lab and make a synthetic, they might be able to override that part of the um, 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 
molecule, the vitamin D molecule. So they're trying to come up with a synthetic so they can give higher doses. They know how effective vitamin D is, um, but they want the, all the benefits of vitamin D. They are actually working now on a couple of um, laws to actually outlaw um, a lot of the newer supplements, and vitamin D can be part of this. Um, so I'm really worried that vitamin D is going to be pulled off the shelf. And uh, so we really need to fight. We need to become empowered about our supplements. Vitamin D uh, in in optimal at in optimal levels at optimal levels in the our physiology can keep us from um, cancer, uh, viruses, nasty viruses, uh, and um, autoimmune processes, and keep us from experiencing depression, so on and so forth. Well, what happens when your levels become optimal and you no longer rely on that antidepressant? or that statin drug, or that diabetic medication, well, Big Pharma is going to suffer terribly, and they're looking at this, and one of the problems is um, vitamin D follows into the newer category, and if it's mixed with any other supplements, it's probably going to be pulled off the shelf. So it's very important that people understand and call their legislator and let's let them know that they can't take our supplements away from us. Um, that's a very scary thing to think that vitamin D might might suffer along with um, some of the other supplements like CoQ10, Ubiquinol, Resveratrol. Resveratrol, vitamin D are really looking at, um, they're really looking at taking, it, taking away from us because those are two very powerful supplements. And um, they, the pharmaceutical company basically wants to disempower us and empower them and empower their bottom line with making um, the, the trans, making the synthetic versions of both vitamin D and resveratrol. So that's unfortunate, but that's what's happening. Um, the other thing that's happening is insurance companies are not paying for vitamin D tests any longer. And why that's happening is... The only thing I can really come up with and research is that the uh, labs, it's uh, it's a big money maker for the labs. Everybody wants their vitamin D levels checked regardless, and um, and patients are um, assertively asking their pay, uh, doctors, all the physicians, every two, three months to check their vitamin D levels, and, you know, I can't blame them. The problem is the labs are charging an arm and a leg, a simple test that can cost maybe 30 between 25 and $40, they're charging the, our insurance companies upwards of $200. Well, what do you think is going to happen? The insurance companies starting to rebel. Um, I think that if people call their laboratories and if we can really get on the, um, 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 if we can really focus on trying to figure out how to keep that ceiling down, that payment ceiling down so that labs are not, um, uh, able to charge an arm and a leg to get a vitamin D, then the, our insurance companies will continue to provide. So right now, I can't ask insurance companies to uh, do vitamin D. Uh, very few people, maybe an osteoporosis patient, I basically have to write a letter begging them to do a vitamin D test for a patient, which is wow. just outlandish. Um, so I've made, um, there are a couple ways to find out your vitamin D levels. Otherwise, if your insurance company is just not going to pay for it, by the way, please complain about that. It's very important that they pay for it. And um, uh, either that or change to an insurance company that has a much cheaper uh, or go to a lab that charges your insurance company much, much cheaper levels. So if you do get the bill, it's 50 bucks, not $200. And uh, I can tell you right now, PPL, they're in Seattle, they do charge a very minimal fee for vitamin D tests. And uh, PAC, PAC Lab used to, but I think they're still a little higher too. I think LabCorp is horrendous. LabCorp is um, charging insurance companies upwards of $200, $250. So I would not use LabCorp to check your vitamin Ds at all. Um, 
Anyway, so it's very important that people stand up for their rights and they need to get their vitamin D testing. Um, options for vitamin D tests are the finger prick tests. You can get them from my office. Uh, ZRT Labs makes them. And um, um, I have a, a place on my website if you order a ZRT, if you order a lab, then I can give you a, for $10 more, I'll give you um, your vitamin D analysis and uh, and tell people exactly what they need to do for their vitamin D level. Um, so those are possibilities. Um, otherwise, find a lab that charges much less and uh, really find out what level you need to be at. My book was created so to help the consumer um, find out, uh, help them encourage them find a physician who will help them optimize their vitamin D level and also find out what uh, specific disease um, or condition they have and how to diminish that uh, that condition by way of Mm -hmm. optimizing their D levels and also doing some naturopathic approaches as well. And my uh, my book is uh, Powerful Medicine, Vitamin D. Shedding light on a worldwide health crisis. So let's talk about the effects of vitamin D that has on some of the things we don't talk about. I mean, you know, we're really talking about a systemic um, need that the body has for vitamin D. And, you know, we're talking about memory. We're talking about cognition. We're talking about our ability to focus and so forth and so on. And, you know, we hear all the controversy, uh, Dr. Messer, about, you know, women that go through menopause and how they lose these things. And, uh, you know, the, the need for vitamin D in the body is so profound that the idea of not having it or and, and actually not having resveratrol over the counter, that is scary to me, especially since we're getting some of the purest organic resveratrol now making the market in incredible ways. That is a crazy thought, actually. Yeah, it, it really is. Um, the idea of not having vitamin D around, I, I'm just not sure how to deal with that. Yeah, you're basically going to have to get a go-to physician and get a prescription for vitamin D. Yeah, I guess, and that's how they do it now, too. You can get a, the vitamin D3, which is mostly synthetic, but you can get a prescription for it. So that's basically the only way, or you're going to have to go to your physician to get uh, a bottle of resveratrol. And believe me, it's going to be a pretty penny because uh, – <laughs> The uh, pharmaceutical companies make everything um, expensive, so those are some real concerns I have. But speaking of vitamin D and and conditions and mental conditions, Mm -hmm. um, I'm seeing a lot of patients with depression right now, especially SAD up here in the northwest with high levels of vitamin D, upwards of um, 10,000 to 15,000 units a day, and I'm getting incredible results. And basically using that, maybe some fish oils with it, but vitamin D – it's amazing how it will turn around um, some a lot of my bipolar patients and a lot of major even major depressive disorders. So I'm I'm really happy to to say that in my practice alone, I have seen amazing results. And even as soon as a week, I'm just right. really blown away that in within a week, my right. patients will come back in, or maybe ten days. Oh my gosh! Right. Uh, the only thing I'm doing differently is vitamin D, and right. I feel so much better already. It's like their bodies are just so craving it. Well, that, that's had- that's the, what happened with Linda's mom. You know, I know it should have taken longer than that, but it didn't. You know, yeah, within a week, people... she was like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it, because it affects um, so many and thousands of receptor sites in your body. Um, it, 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 it supervises 
close upwards of 3,000 genes, okay? So it's basically the gene supervisor. It is a hormone. It turns into the most powerful hormone in our body. That controls uh, over close to 3,000 genes, and these genes are very involved with most all of human diseases, almost all civilized diseases, especially the diseases that we started incurring uh, once we went through the Industrial Revolution. So once we started going indoors and becoming more high-tech, these diseases, autoimmune diseases, uh, type 2 diabetes, um, all these became much, much um heightened, much more heightened because of lack of vitamin D. So what happens when you take vitamin D is if you're taking enough, it starts saturating your cells, and if you're over 50, once you're over 50, people will say, oh, my gosh, the light's turned on in my head. I My depression is so much better than it used to be. I have brightness now. I just feel like there's a chance for me. And um, also they just feel better. They're, 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 a lot of their pain, their myalgia is gone. Um it's so um, it affects so many of the receptors and so many of the genes. So it's it's hard to put a finger on it. It's just that it's very common to hear once people are taking enough of it and they are kind of starting to saturate their fat cells. Once it's saturated the fat cells, then it becomes more um, available to the bloodstream. So that's why I'm saying saturated saturating the fat cells first. Because if you're obese, it will take several, probably a couple months for it to get in your bloodstream. Your, your body requires that it gets saturated in the adipose cells first. And then once in the bloodstream, you feel like, oh, it's going to be okay. I'm going to live. <laughs> I can make it through this. I can make it through this season. Well, I um, love it because, you know, for somebody like, you know, like Linda's mom, like Joan, you know, who is in now her third round of chemotherapy and was extremely uh, fatigued, uh, she's now up doing laundry, and, and you know, nothing else has really changed around that. You see what I'm saying? And right. so, I mean, and now she's getting more chemotherapy, and she now has more energy. It's almost counterintuitive, isn't it, Dr. Messer? <laughs> yeah, well, I think that obviously she was extremely deficient, yeah. and um, she yeah. probably really needed it. Chemo, chemo gives you chemo brain, and a lot of women just can't think... Um, um, yeah. with, can't thank men too, of course, but women, especially with chemo from breast cancer, they just, they walk around in a fog and vitamin D is a big help for them. And also just being postmenopausal, postmenopausal women, no hormones. Um, you know, when you don't have your hormones, your bones start falling apart, your brain, your, um, all the little synapses, yeah. everything works with so much, so much more slowly. Yeah. And vitamin D, um, just really helps feed all the neuronal cells. It helps um, so much with cognition yeah. um, that it really should be part of mm-hmm. part of every postmenopausal well, female. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Messer, for joining us here today. All right, everybody, we'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show.